0: Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? Welcome to Dynamism Biohacker. my name is Dr. Matt Hammett wellness and nutrition expert, lifestyle trainer, and movement enthusiast. And each week, I'm gonna share with you how to make the right nutritious choices despite conflicting expert opinions, where I help you to discover how to unlock your inner aborigine or your inner greatness. Thank you for spending this time with me today, so let's get into the training. This training is rooted in lessons from hundreds of the newest books and journals in neuroscience, epigenetics, functional medicine, positive psychology, chiropractic care, and high performance technologies. And for me, the inspiration and zest for life came from embracing three fundamental things. In brief, after witnessing my father die from preventable cancer my mother from a preventable heart attack, and my grandmother from a medical mistake. As a natural health provider, I knew they were all preventable. Dad was always stressed out about life and needed to lighten up. Mom barely ever moved, was sedentary, and needed to move better. Grandma should have lived fuller if it were not for the doctor's mistake. As a result, I knew I needed to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. And after that tragedy that had awakened me, I cracked the code toward the attainment of human high performance and the pursuant of what I call true wellness. The truth is, all this hype about nutrition and natural health stuff might sound grossly exaggerated and out of reach for some if not for the recent advances in the fields of neuroscience, exercise physiology, positive psychology, lifestyle chiropractic care, nanotechnologies, and high-performance technologies. We've learned more about how our brains function in the past three years than in the previous 3,000 years. We've broken century-old focus on neurosis, disease, and sickness-based care and the what is wrong with our psyche into reframing our attitudes and science toward what is right with us. We have cracked the code and what it takes for you to perform at higher levels of joy, happiness, engagement, healthy living, and productivity. Even better, I'm gonna review the literature of people living with more nutrition in their blood and more physical exertion that match a professional athlete. All without ever using Big Pharma or even having received, dare I say it, a vaccination. And that leads me to Dynamism Biohack, we've cracked the code dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche. The blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know. The wellness prevention and health promotion solution. How to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. The best thing is you can do it too. I'm going to review how people with conscious choice use the five pillars of a dynamic health on the attainment of life fulfillment and overall well-being. And another stupendous thing is, like I said, I'm going to show you how using the secrets in this training will allow you to live a life of dynamic health like that of the people who have never been vaccinated or taken a medication in their life. Again, It's not that I'm against these strategies, but they need to be put into their proper place. Nature first, understand? And it is possible. It is attainable. And I'm going to show you the how-to strategy. First, we need to discuss the why and how to cage life for that go-with-the-flow attitude of life mindset or just do-what-everyone-else-is-doing mindset. How did that get so comfortable? and become the predominant mindset of our century. To answer that, I gotta cover a concept you probably have never heard of, and it's called medicalization of life. So, medicalization of life. How does this healthcare crisis happen? And what started the entire thing? Ivan Illich was a great thinker and a multilingual prolific writer of American Western culture. He wrote about the origin and practice of education, medicine, work, energy use, transportation, and economic development. And his book, Medical Nemesis, first published back in 1975 before I was born, also known as Limits to Medicine. Ivan He subjected contemporary Western medicine to detailed scientific scrutiny. Ivan argued against the medicalization in recent decades of so many of life's ups and downs, birth and death. He taunted that it frequently caused more harm than good and rendered many people, in effect, lifelong patients. His book, Medical Nemesis, revealed a body of statistics of that time that showed the shocking extent of post-operative side effects and drug-induced illness in advanced industrial society. He introduced to a wider public the notion of iatrogenic disease, disease caused by medical doctors which had been scientifically noted a century earlier by British nurse Florence Nightingale. And she died in 1910. The first, in which she sets out his primary thesis of the medicalization of life, is specifically addressed to young doctors and medical students. Ivan boldly stated that the world is suffering from too much medical interference, and a medical edifice has been built which is one of the threats to the real life of human beings, he would write. A threat which so far has been disguised as care, he says. You know, more than 40 years after Ivan exposed the medicalization of life concept and the alarming medical statistics of modern medicine at that time, are Ivan's predictions coming true today? Okay, first off, don't get mad at me here, I'm the reporter here. I'm sharing what was happening in 1975 concerning this concept of medicalization of life. So let's fast forward to the present. At present, the creatures of planet Earth are threatened with endangered species and rates of extinction like never before in recorded history. And that includes humanity, if you included our chronic disease rates. These facts leave readers of Ivan's scientific predictions to the obvious question. If Ivan's predictions that humanity might become threatened by medical and chemical edifices, couldn't biology on our planet as a whole also be threatened? Is it possible Due to this medical and chemical culture we began in the United States and has spread worldwide, which likes to blame and tame the problem for every creature, insect, animal, and human being with an artificial and synthetic chemical or a drug. Could Ivan's prediction be proven true? Now, this is a complicated question, and there's no blanket statement answer here. I get that. But listen to what a group of doctors recently said about this. At least recent enough, it happened only a few years ago. A group of doctors explored this question, updating Ivan's book 30 years later and finding the statistics exceedingly worsened. Their work has been called, and get this, the Pandora's Box of Modern Medicine. What is a Pandora's box? Well, I think of Angelina Jolie's character in the blockbuster movie she starred in a few years ago. The Pandora's box is supposed to be this limitless power, right? The ability to live forever, to heal everything. But in actuality, it kills everyone who comes near it. Not only that, it has implications that it can kill humanity, wipe us right off the face of the planet, and what Angelina Jolie starred in. Now, these new groups of researchers expanding on Ivan's work gave this name to their new scientific findings and scrutiny, the Pandora's box. Think about that. These aren't junior high rappers or street kids hip-hopping about stuff they really don't know much about. There are a group of highly trained, educated people. In fact, most of them are medically trained, and have a Ph.D. They are outcast among their peers because of this work. So what did they find? They claim from their scientific analysis, and I quote them, the American medical system is the leading cause of injury and death in the industrialized world, end quote. Look, they surface medical errors caused by both adverse drug reactions and doctor-induced death. The report ranged from unnecessary medical procedures, cancer deaths, and infant mortality. And the researchers gathered only a part of the statistics straight from the most respected medical and scientific journals. The investigative reports by the Institutes of Medicine show that on the whole, American medicine caused more harm than good. LeapFrog, an independent national nonprofit watchdog and the nation's premier advocate of transparency, entrusted to help hospitals make giant leaps forward in quality and safety of care, and United States hospitals claimed to be an advocate for patient safety nationwide. In October of 2013, they declared that estimates stated up to 440,000 Americans alone are dying annually, every year, from preventable hospital errors. This puts medical errors as the third leading cause of death in the United States, according to that report. Now, according to the world's largest natural health practitioner, Dr. Joseph Mercola, his research found that over 40,000 mistakes occur globally every day or over 14 million every year. Mercola documents on his website that medication errors are a major killer. There are nearly half a million preventable adverse drug reactions. And we are 49th in life expectancy and first in healthcare costs. Mercola states it does not take a genius to figure out that the American healthcare system is skewed toward treating illnesses and diseases, not preventing them. In 2003, Dr. Mercola published a report he titled "Death by Medicine," and that report showed that, judging by healthcare spending alone, and the U.S. should be the healthiest country in the world with the best medicine available, but it wasn't. And as Dr. Mercola put it, and today, it still isn't. To understand how this problem has grown, dynamic people need to understand the concept of medicalization of life and learn how to maximize healing potential through a different set of lens by looking toward nature and understanding science specific to each species, especially humanity. You can't understand humanity through the lens of a rat, or a pig, or a toad, or an earthworm. I can remember attending a seminar and speaker Paul Zane Pilsner gave a persuasive explanation of the reason why drugs, in his words, do not cure. Pilsner. Is a leading economist who's written numerous books and predicted that the wellness industry would be a trillion-dollar industry in the next era. He asked the audience to imagine a group of high-dollar stockholders sitting around a table. A man walks in and says, I have a pill that a person could take one time, and it will cure cancer, and it is not expensive. Another man stands up and says, I have a pill that will not cure cancer but if taken three times daily for the rest of your life, it will suppress the tumor and will slow the growth of cancer. This pill is very expensive and will require a lifetime dose. Pilsner then paused and said, What do you think the board will do? And before the audience could gasp for breath, Pilsner explained the answer. The board members have to think about the stockholders and their financial gains. They have assets to protect. Do you believe the board is interested in the cheap, inexpensive cure, or the expensive stuff that requires a lifetime of medicine, which will increase their profits? Think about this deeply and look around your world. Look at your friends, your sick relatives. Remember a show I did in the past? Remember that Latin term, "cubono" or To Whom Profits? This outlook about the business of medicine is very disturbing and offensive. I was very offended when I heard this. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized how true it is. Could you count on your fingers a list of drugs that cure, I mean, besides antibiotics, before they overuse them? The lack of knowledge about such matters makes us subject to all the misleading pressures of the market. The huge advertisement media has supported the biomedical industry and the medical-industrial complex. So whom can we trust? Everyone seems to have an agenda. Even me. Yes. Full disclaimer here. I do have an agenda. I wish to help people. I selfishly admit that helping others brings my own personal self-interest. I admit that. Somehow, when someone is helped by me, it makes my life worth living. It makes my life, it juices my life. I know I can't bring back my dead family, but I can help the living lighten up, move better, and live fuller. Yes, it's linked to my spirituality, and I'm not ashamed of that. You're free to believe in how you choose. I'm not here to judge you or direct you in that. I'm here to direct you in how to attain health and wellness for a lifetime. Of course I have an agenda. Of course. If you live near Northwest Indiana and need a chiropractor, and you need someone to help you discern through all the confusing profit-driven experts out there, yeah, come see me. Absolutely true. In fact, I hope to gain more patience with this show. Because I feel that being honest about it up front might make you more willing to hear what I have to say about these confusing matters in healthcare. So, in thriving, today's culture means that we must begin with the end in mind. To begin with the end in mind, a phrase Stephen Covey used to say. And dynamic people understand how to be proactive. And two things come to mind. Number one, they educate the public and number two they follow a strategic process it's the power of this movement the global wellness movement has become a new trillion dollar industry as predicted by paul zane pilsner and research shows that humans are born with an amazing capacity to survive and grow their knowledge about a proper lifestyle and a strategically simplified process that promotes healthy living and contented life. That's the purpose of this training. Investing in a healthcare system that prevents, reverses, and in some cases, cures disease based on the five pillars of a dynamic health. And the genetically congruent lifestyle, which I will cover in detail through these trainings, is the only viable evidence-based solution. Look, changing the input always changes the output only a matter of time and how much prior biological damage was done. Small incremental lifestyle changes are the solution to global chronic disease. What we need as a global culture is a how-to. That's the strategy I reveal in this training. And in the next training, we're going to talk about how to become a revolutionist because that is what this world needs. If you are a current patient in our office, I love you. Thank you so much for your confidence in us. If you are not a patient, I certainly would love to meet you someday. Go to our website, newlifefamilychiropractic.net. And also, I just want to remind everyone that we got the same 24 hours in a day. I'm no busier than you are, but if your goal is to live a happy Happier, healthier and fuller life you've got to learn to manage yourself and that means managing your movement which drives your energy when we better manage our energy we're better able to be more present and vibrant and enjoy our life we're better able to manage our five pillars of a dynamic health you deserve a life that is peaceful, that is balanced, that is happy, where you have tons of good health. The health that you need, the health that is on demand when you need it most. You see, because health doesn't come to you, it comes from you. It is a fruit that is grown and earned. And I know we all heard the genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach. But the truth is, the solution doesn't lie with more drugs and surgeries. The solution lies with you. You know it's not so much of a healthcare crisis as it is a self-care crisis in our world today. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you. I love hearing from you. So don't forget to reach out to me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Do so by whatever is your favorite social media platform. Send me a message there. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. And as always, I appreciate it in advance anyone who is kind enough to write a review that is the ultimate gift I appreciate you very much for that I love spending this time with you I'm Dr. Matt Hammett reminding you to lighten up move better and live fuller until next dynamism biohack